you know, as Christians, we have to understand and, and be real with where we are. That's what we have to see first, individually. And what where our mindset is and what we desire. Airing the Addisons. I think what God is really calling us back to, it's those individual personal revivals in our own lives where we're like, oh Lord, what have we done? We have minimized you. Promoting truth, wisdom, and empowerment. As the church, man, we should be on the forefront yes. of making disciples, of indoctrination and godly things. If we don't train our kids, they will not be able to stand. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Erin Addison's. On American Family Radio, thank you so much for listening. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. And Sherry B. and Marty are on tap. <laughs> they are helping us navigate the show today. It's the Friday Gumbo Show, which means that everything goes into the pot. You are a huge part of the show on Friday. We open the phone lines up uh, just wide open. We open the phone lines so that we can talk to you more than we do uh, throughout the week. And... Um, so that I am not deterred, I will do that right now. 888-589-8840. It's Friday Gumbo Show. So that means that everything that is acceptable that we have already <laughs> previously agreed upon goes into the pot. You can participate um, in the in the program with what you want to talk about. If we know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. we'll engage. If not, we'll give you about eight seconds of silence and then just start talking about something else. I'm yes. just kidding. We won't do that. But something similar. Um, 888-589-8840. We're going to also recap the week. This is where maybe you were listening during the week and um, you weren't able to get in because Will talks a lot. Uh, and yeah. sometimes he doesn't get around to calls. We're yeah, working right. on it. We Look, n- New Year, New Him. Right. And, and so he... <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody knows. <laughs> he has an opportunity. New Year, New, new You. Everybody and And so knows. you have an opportunity to do better. This year in 2022, just come up with something that rhymes. Mm-hmm. New you in 2022. <laughs> yes. But you couldn't say it, though. Someone else has to say yeah. it, which that could be a problem. You got to be really close to tell someone, hey, I've come up with a slogan for you this year. Mm. New you in 2022. Wow. <laughs> you got to be really close to be able to do something like that. I don't recommend it unless you're married. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and even then. Yeah, I know. You better. Hey. Happily. So I don't mean get to be so married, not just married like Lord Jesus come tomorrow, like <laughs> married so married, right? Um. Anyways, so yeah, we recap the show, <laughs> and you can you can comment on any of the topics that we discussed this week that maybe you didn't get in on uh, earlier in the week. We did a two parter on Monday and Tuesday, uh, the straight edge on guard, mm-hmm. and basically. Uh, The whole point of that conversation was that, man, we can preemptively apply the word of God to our lives and stand against the onslaught of media this year. Mm. So we can jump right out in front of what will be the potential media attacks on our sanity, on our relationships with one another, on the way we navigate life and culture. And we can do that in, in a very effective way by applying the word of God from the beginning. So let the word of God stand guard. Let the word of God be on guard in your life to protect you from the insanity that we will continue to experience. Uh, But, you know, as we go into 2022, we don't even yet know what that's going to be. So anyway, that was that. And then on Wednesday, Will the Great, you asked a very important question. I did. Are you really (laughs) (laughs) pro-life? Wow. Um Anyway, good thing we have a recap here can remind us all of the things we talk about during the week. And then yesterday, the encouragement and the call was to pray in front of your windows. Man, we talked about standing with our brothers and sisters in Canada 
and how we can um, pray alongside them and for pastors to preach on January the 16th, the powerful truth contained in the word of God. Um, We got a message from one of our brothers in the Lord who listens to the program, and I'll just kind of summarize real quick. He was responding to yesterday's program, and I thought that his encouragement and his reminder was so timely. Mm. Um, You know, he he thought that it is right for us to to um, to encourage our pastors to preach from the word of God, to preach the truth on human sexuality. But his encouragement was that it would be done the way that Jesus would do it, that it would be done with the heart of love, that it would you know, because sometimes. Um, we brace, right? Because there's been so much opposition. So we may come down harder, right? Mm -hmm. In our communication Mm -hmm. with one another, because there's been like resistance. And then, you know, but the person could be like, wait, but I want to receive what you're saying, but we don't think that they're ready. You know what I mean? And so um, that could very well be the case, but I think it will be important for pastors to also remember that there are people who are genuinely hurting and confused. Mm. One of the biggest distinctions I think that we have made and must continue to make um, in the discussions about human sexuality and the way that the enemy deceives people is that activists are not like the people next door who are confused. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like those Mm -hmm. are, those are two different people and the motivations are different. Right. And so we got to be careful in how we minister to people according to where they are. There are some people who are actively hostile to truth. And then there are others who, man, they're desperate. Yeah. Right. They're desperate. And 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 so we got to be able to know the difference and respond to them differently. And then today's Friday. Welcome to Friday. It's the Gumbo yeah. Show. So Gumbo. you get to be a part of that. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Before we get around to the phone lines and start recapping the week, I had an interesting conversation with Sam Witt that I wanted to tell you about and kind of get your take. I, I, I don't know all the time um, where Sam Witt gets his... Um, his questions from mm-hmm. or like what he wants to do. Like, I don't know where they come from. And so I don't know if it's like maybe um, the result of a joke that he has going on with you or something that you said, you know, <laughs> so, so I just want to throw this out. Cause I thought, man, I just, I kind of laughed out loud. I thought, wow, that's really interesting. Sam Witt is five. And um, we were, uh, I took him out with me to, to run an errand. And um, on the way back, he said, uh, he goes, mom, I want to go hunting. And I was like, oh, okay, you want to go hunting? He said, yeah, um, like I want to go out, you know, um, he goes, I want to go out into the forest and he goes, and I want to shoot something and I want to bring it back. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's a good definition of hunting. I thought to myself, I didn't say that to him because I'm just listening, but I'm just processing, <laughs> right, you know. Right. And then he says this and this was really, and I, and I thought, wait, where is he getting that from? And he said, and you can stay home. He <laughs> said, I want to go hunting. Daddy and I will go hunting. And then we'll get something. Excuse me to anyone that this offends. Okay. He said, <laughs> I'm sorry guys, but this is just my life. Right. He goes, uh, I want to go hunting. Daddy, daddy and I will go. He said, we'll get something and we can, uh, we'll cook its insides. That's what he said. <laughs> I'm sorry if that offends anybody. Vegetarians. I'm sorry. Y'all. He said, we'll cook its insides and we'll bring it back to you, but you stay home. <laughs> Cook its insides. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're hung up on. I was kind of hung up on the you stay home thing. Like, what if I want to go hunting? Like, what? What, what is? No, what you is stay this? home. Like, ah. <laughs> I was listening, and and I was like, where is this thought? Where is this idea coming from that I might not like to go hunting? Like, you know, what, what if I want to no, go hunting? Is it like? Is that in? Listen to me now. Here's my question. 
is that a part of the, you know, Adam male DNA thing that it's it's believed that is that passed down or is I mean, is that the result of the fall that women don't want to go hunting? <laughs> because there are plenty no. of women who hunt. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. who are yeah. outdoorsy, who fish, mm-hmm. who like not only do I fit. Well, I haven't fished in a long time, but I did fish when many moons ago before all of the children. <laughs> but not only do I fish, but I put my own bait on the hook and I take the fish off. Like, I'm serious about mm-hmm. it. So I don't know if he knows that about me. And I wonder no, if he's he been that. having any conversations with you no. where he thought that mm-hmm. I might not be interested in going to cook the insides of something. Well, no. He never <laughs> brought that up to me, that, that cook the insides. And yeah, no. He doesn't. I don't think he really I I don't think he really understands, you know, because he's <laughs> he's 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 in this place even now mm-hmm. where, um, you know, we have to, exp- <laughs> you know, it's a beautiful place where kids don't know that chicken is chicken. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. and then and then the, the moment that you move beyond that, it's like. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's really chicken, <laughs> right? Like it's like it's a chicken, chicken. You know what I mean? And then the same thing with bacon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like <laughs> so. Like the conversation. So what is bacon? Mm. Hamburgers are <sighs> well. Bacon is pork. <laughs> pork. What's pork? It's a pig. Yeah. That's a pig. They, when so they make when those connections, eat eating, you know, yeah. it's a little different. But until then, you know. And I, and I, you just enjoy it. And and I, I really try to steer clear of having those conversations because can I tell you the truth? I honestly kind of don't think about it in the moment. Like I, you know, I don't think many people sit down and they're like, no. thank you Lord for this cow. No. You know, like it's, <laughs> it's beef and you know that it's from right, a cow, but right. you don't think about that. No, that's no, you know? no. Anyways. Uh, so I thought maybe you had a conversation with him about hunting and. No, I didn't. He felt like it was just a man thing. No, I didn't. Okay. So that's interesting. Yeah, and well, it's he inter- wants to it's, go. It's interesting that you that the way that he ha- framed everything too, like yeah, you know, you stay home. <laughs> you like and... that part, don't you? <laughs> I feel, you stay I feel home. Like, and... I feel like you like that part, huh? I'm just yeah. saying, like, that, hey, we haven't had any conversation. I don't know if you've been talking to JD. That's Maybe possible. JD has told him that it's yeah, that is you definitely know, possible. You know, that's mm, very I possible. About that, but yeah, hey. that's right. Um, yeah. You know, I'm not well, anyway, him. just to let you know, just so that you can prepare, that is something that's uh, stirring that he's interested in, and he may need you to mm. to help with that. Yeah. All right, let's let's go to the phone lines eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Will the Great? Where do we go? Well, let's go to Jerry in Texas. Hi, Jerry. Hello. 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 Okay, this is Jerry from Texas. It's going to be hard for me to explain all this, but uh, first thing is you need to read a book called This Perfect Day that came out about 50 years ago Hmm. and see all the ramifications of it. But where I think this vaccine thing is headed is they have to get everybody with taking the shots, and eventually what it will wind up being, there will be a computerized station available to everybody, and you'll come in once a month, Stick your arm in there with your chip. They'll know who you are, and they give you a shot. And in these shots, they can give you whatever they want. Hmm. Listen, Jerry, you know, know, go ahead. ahead. No, I know you probably don't believe me, but I. Oh, no, no, that's not actually what I was going to say. What I I was going to say is what I I actually was going to say, Jerry, is there are so many things that I really I think we thought was once. Um, 
purely science fiction. Mm -hmm. And I think we didn't think those things would ever happen. Right. And I also believe that there are things that we never thought would happen in our own country. But I'm saying all of that to say that I believe that there are some things that people have planned and there are some things that people would like to see happen in this country that maybe even go far beyond what you're describing. Like I'm mm. my thing is that there's not much that is going to surprise me. Why? Because I understand the fallenness of man. And I understand that we are headed toward the return of the Lord Jesus. So I believe that as the scripture teaches, that man will get worse and worse. I, I do believe yeah. that. And so the atrocities that we could prepare for, probably many yeah. of us can't imagine. Not much surprise me now. Like I yeah. think, like you're saying, things that you thought, oh man, that would never happen. And it would never happen here. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm not quick to say that anymore. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And so look, you know, all of the people who I think were once made fun of, uh, for being the the tinfoil hat wearers, you right. know all of those people. Black helicopters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those people are <laughs> listening. They're watching. They are paying it. You know, I think now the mainstream conversation largely vindicates those people. Mm, right, right. I agree. I agree. They're watching. They're mm -hmm. tracking. They're. I mean, because they are. You know, because they are. <laughs> and and the thing is, that's a mainstream conversation. That's not even side back alley conversation. Like. Right. Hey, you know, and, and, and they and now they're not even embarrassed about it. They're not even embarrassed to um, to pop up on your phone, whatever mm. you searched for, like so that they're they're following your footprint, like your movement I mean, online. Yeah, so, fact, yeah, I, I thought that know. I think that's a, that was a tactic that yeah. they will paint people as tinfoil hat and, <laughs> and <laughs> black helicopters while yeah. they slide on in on your cell phones as they develop <sighs> that stuff and all the stuff that we're seeing now. And so now, you know. It's like, yeah, you know, that's the yeah. tinfoil people that believe I that. Think there's a, I think there's a big question, and then we'll go back to the phone lines, 888-589-8840. I think the big question is, though, Jerry, if what you suspect, if what you think, if that were not true, uh, is one or should one be compelled to inject into one's body um, a substance that one does <laughs> not know what it is? Yeah. Even if it doesn't have some sort of like, you know tracking device i mean you know what i mean even if it doesn't have that even if it's just at a very basic level mm -hmm. you know because because that's i i always want to get back to the basics of what right. it is to be free right right like the basics it doesn't have to be like let's go worst case scenario and this is why we need freedom no let's go very basic here that you just say like i was talking to a family member who's like because i was going through and talking to her about all the possibilities that she was having to make a decision about employment and she reminded me of this in a very basic way she said what if i just don't want to do that <laughs> right like what if like let's go back to square one. What if I just don't want to do that? Right. Right? right. All right, Aaron the Addisons, the Friday Gumbo Show. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. Immutable, you are beautiful. You never change, you remain the same. Immutable, beautiful. You never change, never change. You reign, you remain the same. You will never change, you will never change. Immutable, beautiful. You never change, never change. Welcome back to Aaron the Addisons on American Family Radio. It's the Friday edition of Aaron the Addisons. Mm -hmm. It's the gumbo show, as we call it, which means everything goes in the pot. We kind of wrap up the week with uh, a recap. Uh, as you direct that based on your calls and uh, conversations about things happening in uh, culture and how we apply the word of God uh, to those issues. Um, I'm Miki. And I'm Will and that's Shy Lynn with Immutable. 
Sherry B and Marty are on tap helping us navigate the show. Marty uh, <laughs> on this <laughs> on this Friday. You do you do what you have to do when it needs to rhyme. <laughs> right. We were joking about I'm gonna say this and we'll go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. We were joking <clears throat> about um back in the day. Now, I don't know, this may have been a cultural thing. I don't know that this happened everywhere, but we were joking about how back in the day, um, how churches would have like a like a it was like a slogan to begin the yes. year. Do you, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Every oh, yeah. every year there was one and, mm-hmm. and it was sort of like this um it was gonna define the way the church moved. <laughs> like this was it. This mm. was this was the slogan and it always rhymed with the year right. that, that you were in. Which is always convenient. Um, <laughs> all right, back to the phone lines. Here we go. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Will the Great, where do we go? All right, let's go to Kevin in Texas. Hi, Kevin. Uh, good morning. How are you, folks? All right. Hello. All right, God bless you. Uh, I was just thinking about your uh, conversation with your son. I didn't quite catch if that was in the past or if that's current. Yesterday. I him wanting to go, to go with Dad and go deer hunting. I was going... I don't know. Five-year-old boys are certainly not capable of any depth of thought, but you might be seeing the beginning of an instinct of a, a godly trait of a man wanting to be a provider. Ah. And the reason he saw it, he wasn't coming at mom because mom, you're incapable, but maybe he was understanding. Yeah, he probably wanted to spend some time with his dad too. And it seemed mm. like a thing to do. But I was thinking, here's a kid, or at least you could turn it into a moment and say, hey, did you want to bring some food home to mama? Oh, that's so <laughs> good. <laughs> And you could say, hey, that's a good thing. You know, yeah. men should be providers. You could, uh, that's what's kind of struck me as one. Even if that's not what he really meant, you could probably turn it into a moment like that. That's Kevin, good. I like that. Thank I you, like Kevin. that. That's really good. I told him, I'll tell you my response because I was still processing it. My response was like, oh, okay, well, let's talk to dad about that. I didn't know where, I didn't know if they, you know, there How was already something that was similar. Yesterday. Okay. He didn't Yesterday. Come to me. Okay. Yeah. This yeah, was, this is off. fresh off his mind. So we, so we still have some time to employ what Kevin is saying here. Like whatever it is that's churning in his heart. He's one of those. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we have different, people have different personality types, but there is sort of a consistent, you're able to identify personalities like across families, yeah. right? Like you, there's a, there's right. something about each kid. And Sam Witt, who is number five and just happens to also be five years old, mm-hmm. is um, he's a natural born leader. Like he, he is. just is um, <laughs> he just does more than is necessary in any given situation. Yeah. Um, he has an opinion about things. Very he, vocal. Very vocal. Thinks out loud all the time. Yes. All the time. Like, I, I'm not kidding you. Well, I can't I have not tested this scientifically. But may I want to say like every five to 10 minutes, every five to 10 minutes, he'll just say, I love you, mommy. And then get, <laughs> get, back, get back to what he's doing, you know, and, yeah. and it's right. I mean, yeah. he's just he's just very expressive. And so expressive, but I, I yes. think that what Kevin is saying, though, may maybe maybe kind of what he was. He he strikes me as the the one who's like, I'm going to I'm going to do what I'm built to do. You know, yeah. like he's. He's that kind of so that's good, Kevin. I appreciate that. No, I, I didn't know insight. if it was like a Michael Junior moment, you know, like he had with his son. <laughs> <laughs> he came to his son. I mean, his son came to him. Dad, I want to be a doctor. Yeah. You know, Michael Junior's like, yeah, yeah. Yes. Or a dinosaur. Or a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> no. At five, I, don't think, I mean, you know. <laughs> 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 oh man. No, I don't. I don't think it was one of those. I mean, look, listen. <laughs> No, no, listen, I think I think what Kevin said probably was more true. We've got 
<laughs> we've got plenty of those moments with Sam Witt. I yeah. mean, he's absolutely he, human. I mean, because you you find him. He he's we've got we've got um uh water that gathers right outside at a certain point at our home, and it, it makes a mud puddle. And for some reason, this kid, you know, looked down at the mud puddle and thought, "Paint. This is paint." <laughs> and and mm-hmm. just just took it and just ran it along. I mean, just yeah. you know. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Those are the moments where he just That's like him. Lord. He's very one creative. day we're gonna laugh about this. Very you know. creative. Anyways, right. uh, back to the phone lines. Eight 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 five eight nine eight eight four zero. Will the Great. Where do we go? All right, let's go to Steve in Oklahoma. Hi, Steve. Hey guys, how are y'all today? Good. Hello. Good. Hey, uh, I'm gonna piggyback on what Kevin said and uh, Miss Mickey. This gives a whole new meaning to uh, gumbo, doesn't it? But yes, it, it does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Mickey you said you can put anything bad. anything in the gumbo pot, right? Anything's <laughs> in the gumbo pot. Here's the deal. My son at exactly that age, five years old, another very vocal kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was watching – I love to hunt. I was watching a hunting show, and I saw a lady huntress who was actually fantastic. And so just to kind of goad him a little bit, I called him into the room. I said, C.J., look there. And he looked and saw a lady shooting at a deer. And he went ballistic. Women can't. Do <laughs> <laughs> and now I told him, no, I never once taught him that. It was naturally ingrained. Wow. And, uh, yeah, oh, he, he had a fit, man. He didn't like that at all. So, yeah, it is that he will, if he's like mine, he will be a leader. Uh, he wound up in the Navy, did eight years in the service, and his oh, little wow. sister did go hunting and loved it. So she said, get this, Mickey. She said, Daddy, I think I like this better than shopping. Oh, and I went, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, I just thought you guys would enjoy that. We all need to laugh these days. Yes. Absolutely we Thank do. So and I much. and I did enjoy that. Like that's I mean, like listen, you know, you, you don't ever want your kids to offend you. At least you don't want to let on, right? You always gotta have like the thick skin. Um but no, I, I do I think that's wonderful. And and I will say something too. It's encouraging to hear from you, Steve, because you're on the other side of that five-year-old mm-hmm. moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So to hear what the Lord did in the personality and the way he's designed <laughs> your son and even how he's used his leadership um, role or his leadership uh, bent, mm-hmm. man, that's amazing. And that's encouraging. And I think, man, there's so much of this that we miss out on in the body of Christ because we're not connected in this way. To be able to share and to say, like, even on the other side of this, what yeah. seems like a strong-willed child right now, yeah. um, man, submitted to the lordship of jesus christ becomes a mighty tool in the hand of the lord that's why when we talk about discipling we need those parents grandparents that's right as well because you've seen all the things that we're going through and so we need to gain that wisdom you know and and know how to handle these situations so it's so important that generations are involved now i will no i agree with that 100 percent. i was just thinking my mind um darted really quickly to something that steve was saying Mm -hmm. um you know when when i say that i probably as I kind of backpedal a little Uh-oh. bit here, What's wrong? when I say that I probably <laughs> could go hunting when he was describing that picture of the woman hunting and shooting the deer, you know, can I, let me just say fishing, you know, and shooting something <laughs> probably even as we, you know, I probably can't. And, and all the women are just like, Oh man, Mickey, come on, you Mickey, you're making us look bad. You, you feel like bad for the, the prey? No, can't, well, it's, just... there's a, there is a moment where, okay, so even with fish, let me just say this, even with fish, mm-hmm. 
when they're kind of flopping about, you know, I there's like, just something Aw. where I'm just like, oh man, <laughs> e, yikes, you know, I there there's just a moment, and and I don't know how to overcome that. I don't know, you know, if there's a way except for like, you know, you fry it. That's how you overcome <laughs> right, it, right? And then put some hot sauce and some ketchup and put it on some French bread. <laughs> that's how you overcome it. You overcome it by eating it. Um, that's called a po' boy. In, c- yeah. in case anybody's mm-hmm. wondering what I was Catfish describing there. Like, okay, back to the phone lines. Eight eight eight. Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Will the Great. Where do we go? All right, let's go to Mary in uh, Pennsylvania. Hi, Mary. Hello. 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 <laughs> I uh, enjoy your laughter. Oh, oh thank, thank you, you, Mary. <clears throat> I have a funny story that happened to uh, my husband and my son at four. He was about four, between four and five years old, and all, my husband <clears throat> husband's family was big hunters. And, of course, they talked about hunting and squirrel hunting and deer, whatever. And my son <clears throat> wanted, wanted to go hunting with, with, my da- with, my, with his dad. Mm-hmm. So they, if somebody had gotten him a little uh, rifle cork gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you know what I'm talking about? It has a cork in it, and you can shoot it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Hello? Yes, we're yeah. here. No, we're yes. here. I'm... I'm no, I, I mean I can't I can't see it visually, but I can imagine what that might look like if that's okay. Yeah, if that's it, enough, it, it was for kids, you know. It had a mm-hmm. string on the cork, right? To put yes. it back in and shoot it again. Yeah, Anyhow, I can see that. Uh, Jim says, "Jamie, we'll go hunting. We'll go squirrel hunting." He says, "Get your gun." He says, "We'll go back here and get a squirrel." Oh well, that just thrilled him to no end, and he they walked back through the woods and walked around. Finally, they saw a squirrel. Jim saw a squirrel. He says, look, Jamie, he says, I'll get that. I'll get that squirrel. And he shot, and the squirrel fell, and my husband reached down to pick up the squirrel, and when he did that, my son took his little cork gun and hit Jim over the head and almost knocked him out. Oh, wait. <laughs> Because and of the squirrel? Says, I didn't want you to shoot it. I just wanted the squirrel. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Man. So how how did we, your husband we, we still laugh about that. <laughs> wow. That's so funny. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a plot laugh about twist it. right there, that's... Mary. That's a plot twist. That's something that I didn't I didn't see coming. Now I I'll tell you what I thought. I was kinda um I was going to jump into the end of the story. I thought maybe he cried. You know what I mean? Like maybe he was sad because mm-hmm. the squirrel. But I didn't I didn't know that um, the justice was drawn out of him. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I'm sorry, Dad, but oh, you have man. this coming. Wow. Because, wow. Thank you, Mary. That's hilarious. I appreciate you sharing that. Let's go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. All right. Let's go to Audrey in North Carolina. Hi, Audrey. Hi. Hello. Uh, Turn the radio down, right? Yes, Yes. please. Okay. Okay. So I, uh, that last call or the previous, one of the previous comments, um, this perfect day. Okay. Uh, I read that when I was younger and like a lot younger and I couldn't remember the name of the title, but I remember everything about it. And when he said it, it all came back. And part of the book, um, it's, so amazing and everybody should read it okay well well here's the thing that the population has to say they have to say this phrase uh marx christ would and way thank us for this perfect day thank you for this perfect day hmm. 
And that was a litany that people had to say, Marx, Christ, Wood, and Way. Way is spelled W-E-I. So, um, so apparently Karl Marx, Jesus Christ, uh, somebody Wood, W-O-O-D, and Way, W-E-I. Hmm. They are the uh, apparently the four corners of the knowing of the earth. Hmm. And that's how it was. That's how the book went. And wow. now that I know the title, I'm going to try to find it on Amazon again. But it's very important. There is, and it all does tie into the the social credit score, you understand. Um, mm -hmm. Because you're only going to be allowed to live uh, if you follow, you know, politely and do right. And yeah. like, remember that movie that um, was Sylvester Stallone and Sandra Bullock uh, in the future with uh, Dennis Rod or some Dennis Rodman, I think. I don't know. He was a killer. Um, okay. But the point is that like you're not allowed to say cuss words and and you're not allowed to say oh in this book. Hey, can uh, I jump in real quick? I want to say something just because before we get too far off track, I just want to make a make a comment regarding this. Yes, I know please. that there are there are so many. Um, so many things that we can read and, and I'm not familiar with this book, you know, yeah. um, but I will I will say that we must be careful that we are mentally prepared, that we are spiritually prepared for whatever it is that we consume. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that is so critical, especially for the time that we're living in right now. Um, and, and that's even how we began the week, right, that we've got to have the straight edge on guard, that it's the word of God that will protect our hearts, that will guard us. And even in all of our thinking mm -hmm. and the way we process information, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So even the things that we witness happening around us, we don't have to be tossed back and forth and live in fear regarding those things. Now, I understand that what I'm communicating may seem like too lofty um, an aim, but it, it would be too lofty an aim if you're not rooted in Christ. If you are in the Lord Jesus Christ, then you can have a knowing that there is peace and that there is security in him, no matter what is going on around us. Now, that's not an excuse to be um, to be uh, dull. You know what I mean? To not be paying attention to what's going on. But I do want to say I, I do want to make sure to um, to bring it back to the authority of the word of God, even as you read things and, and you're able to see. Um, maybe some parallels for what's happening right now. I know that there are many people who are talking about books that have been written decades ago, that they're seeing some things that are kind of, you know, coming to fruition now. Yeah. But I, I asked the question, even in, in some of those discussions, I asked the question, why is this so? And I think this is so because of the wickedness of man. Yeah. Because as you see man move further and further and further away from God, you see the wickedness of man increasing. And that's, that's what right. we're witnessing. When you want to compel people to do things against their will, when you want to threaten their livelihoods if they don't comply, when you want to confuse human sexual design, the design by God, when you want to confuse that and normalize that confusion and punish anyone who would bring truth or be a part of setting someone free, um, 
Um, we're talking about increased wickedness. So even as we see all of these things happening, the Bible actually gives us parameters for how we're to navigate that. We're to know the truth. We're to not give up meeting together, as is the habit of right, some. But right. all the more, we're supposed to be coming together and encouraging one another as we see the day, capital D, approaching. So I just wanted to bring that in just to kind of like level it out just a little bit. Even if you are consuming things, make sure first and foremost, it's the word of God that you're consuming. All right. Aaron, the Addison's American Family Radio. We'll be right back. Aaron the Addison's on American Family Radio. This is the Friday edition of Aaron the Addison's. We tend to do just a little bit of a lighter show, um, depending on whether or not there's some content that we just wanted to kind of press in on on a Friday. This is the Gumbo Show, and Gumbo. you are invited to be a huge part of this. We open the phone lines up early and try to take as many calls as we can. I'm Miki. And I'm Will. That's Hazakim with Time Zone. Thanks to Sherry B. We can go back to the phone lines. 888-589-8840. 888-589-8840. Five eight nine eight eight four zero. Will the Great. All right, let's go to Joyce in Louisiana. Hi, Joyce. Hi. Hello. Hello. Mickey, I saw you about three years ago at uh, Baton Rouge Greenville Springs Baptist Church. Oh, yes, and, ma'am. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but the thing of it is what I'm concerned about. Some of the churches are closing down again in the Baton Rouge area. Mm. Yes, ma'am. And uh, I went to a church, and they sort of the ministers tried to shame people who had not had the shot. Mm. And uh, there was a woman that was a deaconess, you know what I'm talking about. And Mm. she was saying, if you don't get the shot, then you ought to die. Mm. And this sort of upset me, you know. I really was upset by that. Oh, wow. Well, that I mean, I I don't think Mm. that anyone would wonder why. You would be upset by that. <laughs> right. Listen, wow. there is a um, there is a strong deception, um, a delusion that is growing and increasing among us. Um, and and man, unfortunately, so many people who are claiming Christ are deceived, right? Are deluded, are believing a lie. And and look, and I, I don't want to leave it at the question of just taking shots or not taking shots, right? But even the point that our sister was making when she began her comments, not meeting together. Mm. You know, so churches in Louisiana, you've got churches in other parts of the country who are saying that if people don't do this, don't take these shots, they can't come and worship with the body. They can't gather with the body. Now, can I let me let me be very direct here. There are some churches that they've made headlines because they've said if you if you can't prove your they call it a vaccine. If you can't prove your vaccination status, if you don't have proof of that, then you can't gather for worship. Same churches will not implement church discipline for people living in normalized sin. The Bible says don't even eat with someone who is claiming Christ and yet involved in unrepentant sin. Um, but but we ignore that. 
But then we say, but you got to show your passport, your vaccine passport to come into the church. If not, you're not welcomed. Guys, that's that's that is Bible illiteracy. That's that's when we've got things out of whack. That's when we are um, so misled and so deceived that it is it's not it's at that point, not a comedy. It's a tragedy. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying yeah. like this? And it, it, so, <clears throat> man, it, it absolutely is upsetting yeah. that we have this that's, happening. That's I can tell you this simply. These types of things would not happen if there were a return to the authority of the word of God. If there were a fear of the Lord God and a reverence for the holiness of God, then you would not see these things happening. That's that is unfortunate. And and I'm going to tell you something. And these kinds of things I expect from the enemies of God, because I've, I've read some news headlines where, you know, and, and this is sort of like a tactic right now, guys, and, and you've probably seen some of these headlines, but it's a tactic right now to note the people who are dying from COVID-19, um, especially if they were so-called anti-vaxxers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like so. So that's the lead line. And, and why is that the lead line? It's because you're supposed to detach yourself. You're supposed to turn off your empathy. You're supposed to turn off your sense of concern if that person did not stand in the collective political position. Guys, and, and unfortunately, oh, unfortunately, this is happening even among Christians. Yeah. So what it is doing is that it is shifting your humanity, right? Yeah. That compassion that we have, the ability to feel and to have sympathy or to empathize with another person, mm-hmm. that is being shifted. And so our humanity is being rewired. So now you've got people who are like, well, if they wouldn't, then, well, that's well, what they get. And, and, and I'll say this. Guys. That, that deaconess or whoever it, it was, it sounded like it was a person that was in position. That's that should be some church discipline done there. Like I agree. I, that person has has to sit down somewhere. Yeah, you know? yeah. You, you know right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. at what point would you say something like that about anything? Like, or you know, well, they deserved it. Like, when is that appropriate? Wow. When is that appropriate to say? You know, so I'm I'm like, man, you know, hey, she, whoever this was, I, I hope they were sat down because that's that's inappropriate. That's, yeah, that's I think that would be the measure of the weight of the word of God in our midst. Yeah. Right. That we apply the truth of the word of God, even in situations where it's difficult. Um, well, the great. Where do we go next? All right. Let's go to Brian in Georgia. Hi, Brian. Hey, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Can you hear? Me? Oh, OK. Good. I'm on Bluetooth and man, y'all got me fired up. I can't believe it. Where, where are y'all from? well right now right now we live in mississippi but will the great is originally from new orleans i'm from dallas and new orleans i just claim them both yeah yeah well i'm i'm georgia and and actually live in florida now but uh man i tell you what you keep hammering at this thing about uh uh following christ and making that the focus uh uh you know because all these freaking distractions are you a married couple? We yes. are. We we, we happen to be married. Yeah, I tell you, I tell you what. I hope you got a lot of friends and a lot of people that sit around your table and listen to what you got to say. I've been I've been a Christian since '89, and I tell you, man, you you are. I mean, I tell you what. This this COVID, all this stuff, and I'm not. I'm vaccinated and everything, but like you say, they're talking. They're making COVID the religion. 
Okay, mm. and, and Christians are uh, Christians are accepting that, and they're making it their religion. Yeah. And just and every subject that you hit on, that, that you know, and this is what I believe Christ calls us and 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 is, tells us and warns us that if we make Him the religion, okay, we will do right and be right. Okay, that mm. that is. You know, it's just, it's, it, I, I mean, I'm just, I haven't been in church in two freaking years over this, uh, forget COVID, uh, over the political landscape. I, 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 oh, Brian, I, listen, thank you so much for your encouragement. Man, and I'm, and, I'm hoping Brian can find a, a, a church, oh, that's a fellowship. That's exactly what I was going to say. Go you ahead. You know, yeah. um, two years? Yeah. Man, there's oh, no, man, th- th- Brian. Th- there's no way, you know, that we can, like. The, we need one another. Yes, this is implemented yeah. for a reason, because that's we right. need it. You know, right. and more so now than ever before, and it's gonna it's gonna continue that way. That we mm-hmm. need each other. We need the body of Christ. We need to be in fellowship. So I'm hoping down in Florida mm-hmm. that Brian, you know, finds that fellowship. We need to pray for Brian. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so Absolutely. many others like that, man. Man, because here's the thing, and and this is what I, I'm telling you. In some ways, we have, and and it's happened incrementally. You know, we've just kind of adjusted to a new normal. It's a secular normal. It's not, it's not the, what, you know, if you would even use this word to say, but it's, it's not normal Christian living. Mm. It's not the expected Christian living. It's a new secular living that we've got to be controlled by what the government is saying, by what individuals are saying. So we stick our fingers up and we um, test the wind to see which direction it's blowing in. No, but we are led by the spirit of God and the Lord God makes it very plain that we are to be in fellowship with one another. There is just there is just something that happens. And, and I'm going to tell you, even reducing the strength of the body of believers in America has affected this nation. Reducing the strength of the body of believers You're has right. affected this nation. You have to understand the body of Christ, the people of God, we hold a very important position in every nation in which we dwell. Hmm. We are tasked with salt and light. Ambassadors Dark for Christ. Ambassadors. Ministry ambassadors. of Reconciliation. Those are not just, you oh, know, nice man. words. Like that, That's our call. That's so good. wherever we are, that's our call. If you're a Christian, you have a ministry. That's right. Ministry of Reconciliation. And so, you know, yeah, you're right. We, we light up the darkness. Amen. Amen. And we can't retreat from that. I want to go back to the phone lines. Before we do, though, I want to remind our sister Joyce and then anyone else who's listening, um, when we hear people having the kinds of um, or making the kinds of comments that our sister Joyce pointed out that was made at a church in, in, in Louisiana and Baton Rouge, um, and we, sh- we should be thinking about how we respond in loving ways, but um, to correct, right? Mm-hmm. To correct. Uh, Ephesians chapter four, verse 29 says, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear verse 30 and do not grieve the Holy spirit of God by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. Now that seems a lot. If you just take a moment and work through each one of those directives and you just take a moment and work through those directives in the context of the church, man, that right there is enough to hold you until Jesus gets back. Just, just that passage right there. You start working on that. I mean, there's just no place for someone to be, you know, celebrating in word or in sentiment, celebrating someone's death and saying that they, they are to blame for that. I mean, that is, um, that is a, a cultural engineering 
that the person is not even aware of. Mm. And that's that's really unfortunate. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We'll agree. All right, let's go to Yolanda in Georgia. Hi, Yolanda. Hi, and good afternoon. I Hello. love your show. Thank you. Thank I you. try to catch you all the time, uh, either in my car or as soon as I get in my house, I turn on the radio or listen to you on my phone. But I, I just wanted to talk to you about yesterday because it was January 6th, and and uh, people are trying to redefine what January 6th is. To me, yesterday was my birthday, but more importantly, <laughs> I always think of January 6th as the Feast of the Epiphany, and I've mm-hmm. always thought of that because it's my birthday and I was born on that day, and I've always been aware of what it meant. Mm-hmm. So there was a post, and they were talking about what – what January 6th is, and it was going on on the news and online and everything. So I, I, I did a search to try to explain what I was wanting to say. Mm-hmm. And so I posted, and I put, yes, January 6th, the Feast of the Epiphany. You cannot redefine this historic event. The heart of the feast lies in the revelation of Christ to the non-Jewish world represented by the Magi. It recognizes the stages of God showing himself to the world, first to the Jewish people and then through the Jewish Jesus to all people. Mm -hmm. It is the feast of the light. Jesus is the light of the world and brings light to all who believe in him. The feast of the epiphany is important because it reminds us of the different ways in which God has shown himself to the world and shows that these points to God's greatest gift to us is in Jesus. Mm. Well, mind you, I got a lot of colorful comments that mm. I can't repeat. Oh, wow. Man. And I thought, and they, you know, they still didn't understand what I was saying. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people did, and some people were uh, <clears throat> tagging other places where they could understand what the epiphany meant. So mm-hmm. this morning I went back and wrote a simple thing talking about the birth of Jesus, the shepherds, um, the angel appearing to shepherds, and the wise men following the star, mm-hmm. and the, them um, bringing their gifts to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what the Feast of the Epiphany was when the wise men came to present their gifts to Jesus, and Jesus re- was revealed to them and to the world. Yes. So I'm, I kind of put it in simple terms mm-hmm. that maybe they would understand what I was talking about, and that Christmas wasn't about Santa Claus, but <laughs> oh, it was about the birth of Jesus. Yes. Amen. Amen. No, I agree with you. And and thank you so much for sharing that. I think it's so important for us to always make sure that we are calibrated according to the word of God. I mean, yeah. you know, if you think about what happened where you've got these wise men who set out who um, are on their way to worship the Messiah, mm-hmm. who see his star and they're on on the way to worship the Messiah. There is so much revelation to be gleaned from this because this is the first moment, even if you think about it, where to it's almost sort of like a, a foreshadowing that this revelation also is made to Gentiles, to those who are not Jewish, who are coming to worship the Messiah and to bring gifts. Now, I think because of the types of gifts that are mentioned, you often have people thinking that it's these three men, (laughs) we three kings. Um, But there's no way that you would have just three men coming with those expensive gifts, caravanning like that by themselves. No, this was a huge 
entourage, if you will. This was a big, big deal. And it should be a big deal for us that the Lord has revealed himself, that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And look, kudos to our sister Yolanda. Um, you know, I already told you guys how I feel about social media. And so when, when you are trying to post something where you're trying to bring people's minds back to that, which is of eternal significance, but there is a redirecting, um, man, you, you, you know, you can expect there to be that, that type of hostility that you were describing, but kudos to you. Look, we've got to continue to be salt and light. That's everywhere we are. If you're on social media, you got to continue telling the truth about who Jesus Christ is. You got to continue calling the body of Christ back to the authority of the word of God, standing on the truth of the word of God. All right. We're out of time until Monday, Lord willing. God bless.